and turning off all of my sound notifications. <laughs> Waiting for people to come in. Pulling up all of my notes here. Little nervous about today, not going to lie. Excited but nervous. Hello, Tabitha. Good evening. Hello, Jackie. Hello, Lisa. Hello, Ashley. <clears throat> ah, Lisa, I'm currently working on the baby Lisa Irwin episode, so your name just registered. <laughs> Hello, Patty. Come on in. Welcome. Yo, yo. Hello, Yaya. Hi, Ashley. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that your mom's surgery went well. That is so good to hear. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, just waiting for a few more of you guys to come in before I start chit-chatting. We've got quite a few subjects I want to cover. I was ambitious. <laughs> um, how about this? Let's start off with this before we get into it. So, oh my gosh, guys, Landon and I have had like an array of interesting luck the last couple of weeks. Um, the last live was kind of the start of me feeling like shit, like, when I start to feel like crap, uh, my visions are a little distorted. They're not coming in as clearly. And I was having a hard time on that live. And uh, I was trying to fight through it, but wasn't able to. And then I got sick. I got like a pretty bad case of like head cold. It was pretty dramatic for me. I haven't had a cold in like forever because we don't really see people. So it had been a minute for me. Hello, hello. What did you just uh, get, Jackie? What is the first? Hello, Sarah. Hello, Ashley. Everybody coming in here. Landon was sick. Finally, Miss DIY. <laughs> Landon was sick, too. And then after that, um, we had to deal with weather-related issues. So we had to rush off to a hotel we only had our travel trailer for a month, and here I am. I'm like, no more hotels for me ever, one month later. <laughs> so it was a lot. Oh, I just sent it to one of the freaked out uh, chats accidentally. I was trying to send it to somewhere else, and I accidentally clicked one of the freaked out podcast chats. Not sure if it was uh, the Monopoly one or technical issues or whatever there's a few chats there open good morning good morning oh my good good evening heather good evening amber my wife has been down for a week hospital no oh it's this weather yeah you know what i've been lucky i haven't gotten sick i think it was like his landon works you know in the field so i'm thinking that it was connected to his work because he got sick first then i got sick but it's all good we're much better now so 
I could feel yeah, one of my clients was actually pretty sick, uh, stayed home from program and worked for a few days, and he he's like, they're all always attached to me, like, at the hip, so, like, he was sitting with me all day, he was around me all day, and right touching everything coughing sneezing everything and then when he in his room you i don't know if he's washing his hands or not and whatnot so right absolutely with this this and working with anybody who has disabilities or kids or anything you know we gotta always be cautious right absolutely well for me i know that i'm feeling like much better the only thing I was able to get completed that week was Ryan Larson's episode, which was a quick a quick episode in comparison to episodes I had been dealing with, but a very frustrating episode of that. But we're going to get into this as well. So the last update, I did an update for you guys yesterday, and that was definitely an emotional update <clears throat> for sure. Um, but uh, somebody rubbed me the wrong way, and instead of reacting right away, I should have waited a little bit of time just, you know, to confirm anything. But basically what had happened, in case you guys had missed the... Catherine says, wait, I need to give everyone a warning. What's your warning, <laughs> Catherine? She's probably typing something out or whatever. I'm trying to say hi to Catherine, but I can't click on your profile. That is weird. If you're going to come into the live and be rude or mean, I will block without a warning. There you go, everybody. There's the warning. Catherine wrote it. I said it. You heard it here first. Alrighty. Thank you, Catherine. That's great. I appreciate that. Okay. So basically, um, fast forwarding. After Ryan's episode was posted, somebody was coming for me <clears throat> on the podcast. So what happened was I was sitting uh, doing TikToks for you guys. And all of a sudden I see like five, six, seven comments coming on Podbean. And, and that doesn't normally happen. Normally I'll get a comment here and there and I'll look at it. But this was like minute after minute after minute, which was a little bit hyper. And I was like, what in the hell? So I went and looked and I'd seen this woman like... She came in, she didn't, she didn't come in um, and be like grateful or thankful or appreciative. It was a very um, calling me out at everything that she felt like I was wrong on. She, she felt like she was mocking me. Um, it was very rude. Uh, then she continued to come at me and like she, she just kept going on. And she basically had made it sound like her, she had a great relationship with, you know, um, Tammy and Tammy's family. So I was like, oh my God, I, I, I didn't want to hurt Tammy's family or that was not my intention here. So I like, was like, you know what guys, like I'm going to leave this case. Um, like we were only trying to help here. We really didn't want to cause any problems. Like, so sorry, we will just not talk about Ryan anymore. This woman in the, in the hundred episodes I've done, this woman was the first person that was like coming at me in this way. And uh, within two hours of that episode being recorded, I then was reached out by multiple people. Sorry. Oh, J P V N K U Z B. Uh, we have no idea who you are as uh, that's obviously not your name. And we also don't really take call-ins. 
unless it's pre-planned. Um, we're not doing any sort of call-ins today at all. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, so unless we're planning, like, we'll let everybody know, like, okay, we're going to open call-ins or something like that. But today we're specifically talking about certain things, so we don't really have time to do any sort of call-ins today. Absolutely. But you can also change your name if you go out and go to your own profile and edit your name and everything so we know who you are uh, as well, just so we can interact with everybody. In you here. sound and like a robot. On you, Jay. <laughs> of course I do. I don't really know how to fix that. It's because the internet is choppy. We apologize, guys. <laughs> We're working on the internet thing. We need, like, uh, an extension, which is, like, really expensive, but it's okay. We're working on that next. Anyways, um, it, the next, we got the phones fixed. Now this is the new thing. <laughs> but anyways, going back into my story, within a, a few hours, I was reached out to by multiple people, including... Tammy herself, so Ryan's mom, Ryan's sister had reached out to Landon and me, and we were being reached out by the family, basically um, telling us that they appreciated everything that we had done, uh, comments like, I was the most accurate, uh, with details, comments that were very heartwarming and made me feel really good, and they were like, we know this person, but, you know, they don't speak for us. So just kind of be aware of that. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, so in that moment, instantly, like, my, I was relieved. And then I had, like, a realization. Um, this has happened to me a few times in the past. There was uh, the incident with Joshua Davis, uh, Joshua Davis's family. I posted a video about Joshua Davis. Then Apparently somebody's like, we are not okay with you posting this. And then I had to take it down. And then Joshua Davis family on TikTok came in and said, please put that video back up. We wanted it out. And we figured out that it was obviously somebody attached to his abductor. You know what I mean? And then we also had it happen another time with um, Kyron Horman's uh, stepmom pretending to be a friend of hers and protecting her and coming at me in the comments. So like it's happened. And then I remembered, okay, this person, although they were not necessarily attacking me, but they were also not part of the family. So next time this happens, we will talk about it, but I will wait until the families in fact come to me. If the families come to me and say, we want it taken down, then I will do, I'll probably keep the video up, but I will not talk about it anymore. Or the audio. So, yes, um, I'm glad it worked out, too. Uh, it was extremely stressful. Uh, even today, um, the same said person has, this time they haven't, I guess in the way they communicate, they come off very rough, very rude, very, like, their attitude is very, um, I don't know, kind of aggressive. So they keep writing things in, in the comments, and it's it's getting a little bit, negative, you know, so I'm trying to not allow that to bother me, but um, either way, I'm just leaving it be, and just remembering, like, there's going to be the hateful things that come, and I got to remember, Landon keeps reminding me, like, those people that are hateful, they might be in part of those stories, you never know, and it's like, shit, you're right, they could be involved, they could be trying to screw with me, so we got to keep all those things at bay as well.
It, it definitely is very frustrating, Yolanda. Like, we say this all the time. Uh, you know, we're here for the families. We're here for the victims. Like, that's why we try not to focus on any sort of, like, killers or murderers because good enough uh, it's victims who don't. Uh, so that's what we're here for in Ryan and being a victim. Uh, you know, we're just doing what we always do. So glad that I got that kind of response. Okay, yes. So I'm glad we got that cleared up. So I was able to find out from Ryan's mom directly that uh, the toys that he does connect with. So now I'm going to be looking for something so that I can communicate with Ryan a little bit more. So I'm excited to go down that journey. Um, but <laughs> I also think I'm closing out the chapter for the year after I'm done Baby Lisa's episode because we have Duke Flores's and currently working on Baby Lisa's episode. So as soon as Baby Lisa's episode's done, other than the cases we've already covered, I'm going to be taking a little hiatus break on doing kid cases for the moment and focusing on the adults. We will come back to it next year, I promise, but no new kid cases this year. Um, so we have a, uh, a poll for episodes, uh, Michael, uh, Michael, I, I think it's Donahue, Donahoe, I can't remember, but there's a, a case that everyone chose as the option and I, he was the only kid one. So I'm going to be taking him out of the, uh, the poll, going to do it again, reassess, and then we are going to try for those four cases that I posted. So that's how we're going to do that too. Just an FYI. <laughs> oh yes alrighty alright babes back let's see if it works hello you sound better <laughs> oh, okay now, moving on to the next part of it, that was the update on the Ryan side of things. So Ryan is back on the table. We will cover him. I will let you guys know if I get any updates, and I'm excited to continue to work with him in the future. Okay, now, uh, first things first, you guys have asked a lot of things for me to cover. And like I said last week, I had been dying to talk to you guys about so many topics, including this Nick Carter uh, case going on, cases, I should say. So I'm going to read this here so you guys that aren't aware can be aware. So Backstreet Boys singer Nick Carter has won a favorable ruling in one of his two civil lawsuits against him in Nevada, won by a woman who alleges he, alleges he raped her on a tour bus in Washington State in 2001. And there's also another by a woman who uh, had stated that he had sexually assaulted her on his boat in Florida in 2003. Now, um, apparently the court has declined to dismiss the, dismiss the court suit that Carter and his attorneys brought allegedly like defamation by three people in this case. 
which was filed in December. Apparently now this person has alleged that Carter attacked her on his tour bus after a concert, concert in Tacoma, Washington, when she was 17. He said he told the plaintiff that she would go to jail if she had told anyone that this happened between them. The woman lawsuit said he said that he was Nick Carter and he had the power to do so. And we're going to talk about that first. So first and foremost, I do want to mention that I am not a big Nick Carter fan to begin with. I have never, didn't like his energy from a long time ago. But with that being said, I do not feel as though he has raped anyone. No, no. I don't feel like he's raped a single soul, which is good. That's a good piece of information. Do I feel like he's capable of sexual assault and did that? Absolutely. I do not put it past him to use a female back in the early 2000s as a little playmate, a little toy, a little thing. He's he's going to do it. He was a cocky. He was he was a cocky when he was he, I think he was one of the younger ones in the group too. I Yeah, now you're being really bad. So here is really not good. Um, maybe I should step outside. What do you think? Might that work? You think? Yeah, it's the internet. We don't have any lights outside, unfortunately. Uh, it's okay. We're going to try. Am I okay? Do I sound okay now? Okay. Still choppy. Shit. Okay. Um, I have an idea. I'm going to move towards the window. So give me a second. Yeah, I sound better now. Okay. All right. Okay. Let me stay in this spot. Um, basically, uh, like I was saying earlier, in case you didn't hear it, but I do not feel like Nick Carter raped anyone. And I don't feel like he's capable of raping anyone. <laughs> um, so Landon, go with Liz. To the window, to the wall. <laughs> um, anyways, um, but I do feel like he has sexually harassed a few women. I do feel like he's used comments like, I'm Nick Carter. I'm above the law. Like, I just see him being a cocky guy like that. And I do feel like he's crossed the line, but I don't feel like he raped anyone. So um, I do feel like that one case uh, with him raping a woman, I think that's completely <sighs> made up. So you are and heavy. No, no riddle. She's just moving towards the window because we need, I guess, more signal. I'm trying to move right next to the window because, of course. Okay. All right. This has been so fun. All right. So I'm going to close the door because my dogs can't handle it. 
Okay, I am right by the door, right? Okay, we're good at the door. Anyways, what I feel like is going to come out of this Nick Carter situation is this. I feel like he has done this to several women. I do feel like his other bandmates may have witnessed it, but they will take that all to their graves. Um, I do feel like there's going to be a few more allegations that come forward, and I do feel like he may get in trouble for some of this. Um, I think that the women are looking for more money than anything else, and I feel like they may make deals. So I don't necessarily feel like he's going to get jail time. Um, I do, however, feel like he is going to, at some point, have a moment of, like, confession. Uh, maybe in the future, maybe when he's, like, 50. What is he now? He's in his 40s somewhere. Yeah, maybe when he's in his 50s, he'll come forward and, like, Maybe talk about his childhood trauma a little bit more and discuss the things that Aaron was right about. Because I feel like he's not doing Aaron a justice right now. Kind of like not helping him out, you know. Yes. Are you being serious, Jackie? You don't know who Nick Carter is? Aaron Carter's he's brother. He was in the Backstreet Boys. It's how Aaron made his debut in music. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, Nick Nick was in was in the Backstreet Boys. Then there was like what In Sync and Ninety Eight Degrees and like I don't even know how many more. The Smashed Mouth was kind of O Town. That's bit. right, Liquid Dreams. That was the most interesting song ever. The Aaron Carter, uh, 98 Degrees, the Aaron Carter episode was satisfying. Oh, yes, it was. It definitely was. But, yeah, so that's basically what I'm feeling. Um, and he definitely had that untouchable attitude for sure. That that was Nick Lachey. Nick Lachey is his own singer. Oh, yours is. She was like, who's Jessica? Yours is cut and choppy again, too. Oh, 98 degrees. Yeah, he even has the tattoo still. Uh, I think 98 degrees. Ha yep, I think Nick's brother is in there with him too. Yes, Landon is muted on purpose. He was talking to me in the background. Alrighty. So, that's everything in relation to Nick Carter. Now, I had somebody in the comment section ask me um, on one of the podcast episodes, when spirits finally cross over, what happens? What changes? So I wanted to kind of go over that as well with you guys. So when we do not cross over, basically, we're kind of sitting in between. We're in like a plane. And we are still very attached to the human world. And also attached to the spirit world. Can the human world connect with us? Some can, some can't. They can't connect. Like it, It's like a, a stronger signal when they haven't crossed over. But they have usually a lot of unfinished business, things to take care of. The goal is to eventually cross over. 
Some spirits are really evil, trying to escape, crossing over into the bad place. Now, when we die, we go through like an assessment, it's if you cross over right away anyway. When you go to this assessment, you get to see like a whole movie of your life just play out. And time is of the essence there. You can see things very, very quickly. Our brains work extremely different. It's not the same as it was in the human world. And we can process this reel of our lives. And basically, we have to have remorse for the remorseful moments. We have to have, you know, genuine heart. Like, it's like kind of like judging us in a way. <laughs> but most people get in unless you've done something really fucked up, right? So when you get over to the other side, you can't visit in the same manner as you did previously. So like spirits that have not crossed over are going to throw things in your house or move things around or uh, mess with your, um, uh, how do I say this? Like they're more physically active. You can feel them here. With spirits that have crossed over, you can't feel them like that. You can get signs. Signs will come from them, but it will not be the same and it will not be the same type of energy. And that means that they've moved on their acceptance. Like they do visit us, they do see us, but they also have jobs and lives up there as well. When they're stuck in that plane, they don't have anything to do except harass us <laughs> or other ghosts that are walking around the same way. Yes, we are talking about people after they've crossed over. Somebody had asked like, oh, wait, what happens when people do cross over? Because I usually talk about the ones that don't cross over. So I was just explaining it. There is much, much, much more involved than that. Um, I only know a little bit more than you guys do because I've been told things, but there are things I can't even comprehend or understand because it won't make sense to me. So I have to figure that out part, that part out later. Maybe I'll find out as we go along. I learn every day from spirits. Have you ever asked them anything super important before they cross over? I'm not normally there for the transition. Um, unless it's like a family member of mine. I've been involved in those. Not, not intentionally. I did not like the feeling of it. It does not feel good. Um, but beforehand, I mean, I've asked questions for sure. Uh, many questions, actually. <laughs> Uh, my whole podcast is me asking questions to spirits that, um, you know, that are still around and wanting to figure things out with cases that are solved or unsolved. Or, and that's kind of what I do. So, yeah, I definitely ask a lot of questions. But spirits, I do figure out a lot of things because I'm very nice to the spirits. I'm very patient with them. I know how to, I'm a perfectionist. Like if they give me a picture of like an apple. I'm like, why are you showing me a picture of an apple? Like, I need more than that. So I'll try to, like, coax them to give me more information. I don't like just this, that, and the other. So they have to paint pictures for me, and they're not going to give me all the answers. I've got to be the one to figure it out or relay the information so other people can figure it out. So, yeah, that is how it works.
So suicide, um, I actually just did a video recently about suicide on TikTok. But with suicide, they do not get stuck all the time. Some do. It's not, And it's not stuck. I don't even want to call it stuck. To me, that sounds like they can't move or go anywhere. No, they can do whatever the hell they want. They can cross over when they want to. But they want to stick by because they're not ready to go. A lot of people that commit suicide stick by. But hell, there's people that have died of natural deaths that stick by us. Some, like, it's every spirit is different. It is not based upon their death. It is based upon their preference. So some people that have been murdered, they're like, meh, I was murdered. I'm going to heaven. I don't care. Some do care. Alrighty. Okay. So that was that question. Now the next thing I'm going to talk about, this is one that Landon and you guys were talking about last week or whenever we did it. And I was like, huh? Huh? So I had to look into this. So the Hawaii fires made by the government. Now I have been doing research on this all day and this particular um, conspiracy theory came from a, a couple of photos that looked like some sort of like beam of power was coming down and like causing a fire. Now there's been articles to debunk that indicating those photos are from 2018 this time this time this time not even part of Hawaii like you know as many excuses as they possibly can to try to debunk things because you know they don't want people to come after the government right so um in my opinion I was looking at everything I can see and it is very interesting that only the very poor areas were what caught fire. Do you know what I mean? And what I was looking into and I was trying to channel is I feel like the government is taking note of all of the crazy shit going on. So they're like, yep, we have natural disasters going on, global warming, global warming, global warming. We have all these things going on. So if we do decide to go do something, we just blame it on that. And who the hell's going to tell them what to do? It's the government, right? So I definitely feel like there is some sort of connection to that 100%. And I also feel like there's going to be another state next summer that will also have a fire that will be pretty significant. And it will not be in a rich area either. So I would not be surprised if this is like their way to rebuild it the way they want to rebuild it where they throw on these expensive homes and then these poor people get poor you know what i mean like so there's gonna be a lot of changes coming for hawaii but i see the people are super super like proud of themselves and proud of where they come from and I don't see Hawaii letting this go down very easy. In fact, I feel like a lot of people are going to be there to fight. There's going to be a lot of fights happening. We as a society are getting smarter. And uh, there are certain government officials and certain government-related things that we're not going to allow to happen anymore. And uh, I see us fighting, all of us, for causes, for good causes, and we're going to talk about one here in a minute. But 
Yeah, I'm definitely with you guys. I do feel like there was a direct energy weapon from like the sky that is there. It's programmed to cause havoc. It gets like GPS or however the hell they do it in space into exact location of where they want something. So uh, it's there. I'm a little afraid. <laughs> but don't worry. We got a lot of strong ass people. And these crazy ass generations are dying out. Some are still there and being taught, but we'll get there. Oh my god, I'm so sick of it too. <sighs> I'm sick of it too. I really am. I, I, I like... What drives me crazy about all of this is what's been happening lately with, you know, all the shit going on in our lives. Speaking of all the shit going on in our lives here, I wanted to also talk about the prices and cost of living everywhere. So basically, all, everything's going up in the world, obviously, as we all know, everything. And it's not going up by $10 and this and that. It's going up by ridiculous amounts of money. Now households where before we could have, you know, one person working, two people even working and being okay. Now people are having to work a full-time job and a part-time job each and also trying to raise kids. And nobody has money to do anything anymore unless you're rich and have a lot of money to do all those things. <laughs> it's actually really bloody crazy. But anyways, it is getting to a very bad point. Our minimum wage, our wages in general are not moving up and all the prices are moving up. And I see that this is the last time this is going to happen. We are going to be fighting back as a society, everyone, everywhere. The UK, Canada, the USA, Australia, every bloody country, except maybe countries that are kind of like on their own thing. But I do see a lot of countries coming together and demanding beyond mega wage changes. Like I'm talking about like nurses making a proper salary. I'm talking about doctors that, specific doctors, because some doctors do make a lot of money, but there's some doctors that don't. I see like aid caregivers. I see even people who work manual labor, like they are going to be changing a lot of how far, like we get paid in the world. So like they'll see your job and be like, okay, you work, you're going to physically, you're going to keep doing this for 50 years. You're going to screw up your body. So we're going to make sure you get paid a nice chunk of money. And there's just going to be more wages all around. So something is going to change. Money currency is going to change as well. <laughs> That's going to be interesting. So money eventually will no longer be a thing in existence. It's all going to be digitally done. Um, there's going to obviously be people that can hack, do things like that. It's going to be like a big mess, but that will also happen. But wages will change. The world will create more money for all of us to have more money. 
So it's I feel like this Monopoly Go game is getting everybody ready for like how the world's gonna go. Like you're gonna make a lot of money, but then like because people can hack and it's all gonna be like crypto because that's the way the world's going is like crypto and stuff like that. And they're trying to get us all to do things digitally. People can take that money. So it's like, you know, a monopoly where people do bank heights on your money. <laughs> but it's it's true, though. That if you look at it, they're trying to turn us uh, that way. Everything digitally. They want that all these apps now. You, uh, you're, 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 uh, Ashley, uh, they don't need to, um, try to chip us, unfortunately. Our phones do that for us. Our phones have so much more capability than we even realize, but, um, <laughs> they make them extremely appealing because <laughs> they keep getting more technology. Why do we think that phone companies keep upgrading phones faster and faster and faster because there's more net technology. They can, they want to have access to everything. Eventually, like I said, in the future, crimes are going to be difficult to commit with get, without getting caught. It, it's going to be like, wow, you didn't get caught for that? Holy shit. Like, if people get away with things, it'll be... I saw this TikTok and I'm like, yes, this is exactly what it's going to be. So... It's like this little short story, but anyways, this kid gets arrested by a drone he's running through the streets, and he's, um, the drone is chasing him and telling him to stop, and it's like a police drone, and it's like, it scans his eye and gets his DNA, and he, they then come with his full name, his address, everything, and then these, like, handcuffs come out, and they're like, please put these on. Like, put these on, arrest yourself, into the jail, and they were like, everything was all computerized. There was no police officers. Like, it was all computers, like, talking and stuff. Even when he went to his court date, it was all computerized from the jail. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. So, like, that's where the chips are. They don't need to put it in our bodies. So... I know everyone thinks they want to put it in their bodies. They may later, like, for other things. But I don't see that happening while I'm alive anyway. Right? <laughs> Ow. I just smashed my head for whatever reason on this table. <laughs> Yeah, it does. It, it's crazy when they catch cases like that. I agree. But it, it's good. I hope it keeps happening. I, I enjoy when those things happen. <sighs> but yeah, that is basically it for today. Um, I don't know if we'll be back on Thursday or not uh, because we did go live yesterday. So we will definitely be back um, for Duke Flores' episode. That will be on Friday. That one is exclusive. The week after is going to be um, Baby Lisa Irwin. That episode will also be not that one won't be exclusive. Actually, I'm I I'm I I don't know why I left it open for some reason. I there's some information I don't necessarily want to release with that episode. So if the family 
wants to reach out to me to get the private details of baby Lisa Irwin's case, they will be more than welcome to reach out and I will give it to them only. But um, other than that, yeah, baby Lisa's episode is going to be pretty crazy too. <sighs> and then Halloween, guys, we are so excited. We're going to be announcing this like in a week. We've got some crazy cases coming forward. I'm looking forward to sharing them all with you. We are like really making sure we get the best of the best of the best of the best to freak the shit out of you guys. And we're also going to be covering topics as well as like the Illuminati. That's something I want to plan to cover here soon. I want to cover Men in Black. I want to cover that. Like I am like way involved in this now. So we got to get that more. There is um, a haunted complex. So Landon tells me it's not a house. It looks like a house, but it's like a whole apartment complex. It's a new build. But I think, although it's a new build, I feel like they built it on something like bodies. So we're going to be keeping an eye on that thing. Uh, and it's right across the water from where we are. But the only issue is... I can only get as close as our dog park to it because it is on private property. It is a gated community. So I'm like, shit. <laughs> Maybe we can talk to the... Oh, I know what we'll do. We can take a look because we're going to try to rent something in there. And can we go look around? And see if this is where we feel like we want to be. And maybe the letter of the property. Yeah, you totally like keep choppity, choppity, choppity. Um, but, but I know, but I was just letting you know no one heard you. So basically what Landon was saying is he said that maybe we can go and say, hey, we'd like to check out this property and see if you can pick anything up that way. And then if we need to, we'll go in a little deeper. But we want to check it out. Right, right. I feel like I'm going down the rabbit hole too. Tell them there's a 50. <laughs> Imagine them taking the bribe. Um, but yeah, that is it for today, guys. Uh, but we will be back, like I said, next this Friday. And uh, we'll be back next Tuesday. No, no, we will not. Our schedule is changing yet again. Landon's hours changed so we have to readjust when our lives are going to be because he works evenings so unfortunately the Tuesday of next week he's going to be working so we'll have to figure out the schedule I'll let you guys know here in on the freaked out Facebook group all right guys have a good night